We are live. We are live. Yes, we Peter, are. you're looking good. Thank you, sir. As How are you feeling usual. today? Feeling great. Good. Yeah. Should I uh, start? Oh, start you want to start with something? No, I'm asking you. What, what do you have for us? Oh, I just have this this little thing. Oh, what a beautiful <laughs> morning! Oh, what a beautiful day! Even without Ibrahimovic, AC Milan wins anyway. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful day! Wow, Pete, the banter! Not even a minute in, and the banter already starting. If Antonio was here, I want to already say to I you. I love you, Antonio. So you know, we, we've had this thing about the studio might might be cursed for Inter. Today, Antonio does not come for the Inter game. You come for the Milan game, and Milan don't win. But they tied in the last minute. They so. tied. But that's very lucky. I don't, I don't know. I don't lucky. know. No, they were not. They were very unlucky. I don't know if that shakes off the curse. Nah. We still have to do some. Uh, Palma dominated. Milan had like three posts. They got four. an offside goal. It was a four. <laughs> I think four <laughs> posts. I think Milan, Milan had the post four unlucky. times. It's okay. That they, they had a crossbar challenge. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, you taking my, you taking my stuff, my material. That's my. Come on, man. You, it's the right timing. You got to say like, whoa, wait, Milan tied? They tied. Yeah. I thought they well, no, they would have won if they were playing the crossbar challenge. But yeah, Peter, unfortunately, the, the Milan fans, the Milan fans, that's right not, now, that's not what happens. Every Milan that's, fan is is about to kill Ryan and Peter right now. You guys have started <laughs> off uh, in uh, fire fashion. Everybody's going crazy. Um, but yeah, we don't have Antonio today. Antonio and my dad will be on tomorrow. They both are. I don't know. We got a little nice weather in uh, in New York today. Maybe they went to the pool. In Jersey, who knows hmm. what they're doing? Uh, Antonio already sent us a video that we're we're a little bit scared to watch uh, <laughs> live. Live, we're not going to watch it. We'll we'll, uh, we'll check it out afterwards. Uh, but guys, we had uh, a wild week of Serie A to kick off. Uh, we've got Champions League. We're going to move around a lot in this podcast because since since it's a little bit of different of a vibe, we'll talk about what we want. We'll talk about. We also got. The Champions League groups, uh, the next rounds, will be determined tomorrow. We'll go over who can be paired with who. And uh, and then we got Ryan over here. So there's a couple things that I want to talk to about the Premier League. I want to pick your brain about. So we'll get into everything. First, we'll start off with this donation from Chuchika, who says, Theo is the best <coughs> fullback in the world, Theo Hernandez. We actually had from one of our boys send us, Theo is Real Madrid's biggest mistake. He's a beast. That's a possibility. <laughs> possibility. I he's mean, a beast. Yeah. He, Theo, yeah, best fullback, best left fullback in the world. I don't think he's the best fullback. In the not world. the best Absolutely left. Not. Who's better than him? Who's better Absolutely than him? Absolutely not. I mean, we got. And I hate to Luke say it. Shaw, I'm, not even a, I'm not a Liverpool fan. Can't say I can't stand him. But Robertson, Robertson, Robertson. I think Robertson. He's not been better than Theo now. I think so. He's not been better. I think so. 2020. Theo has been better. Yeah, 2020 I think, I think Theo's been better. Than we're talking about a guy that helped better. this team win a league and win a Champions League. Went to the final first, lost to Madrid, went back again the following year and won. And I'm not a Liverpool fan, so I'm not trying to hype him up in any way. But I got to say, for seven million pounds, that's all they spent on him. I think he's the best fullback, left left fullback in the world. Left fullback. Okay. Some said yeah. Alfonso Davies. That's Alfonso still has a lot to prove. I mean, I I love his talent. He's a great player, but you know he's. Now he's starting to get consistent minutes. Let's see how it looks. You know, with Dale Hernandez, I think last year, you know, he really shined. And he was arguably the best Milan player, even though last year wasn't the greatest of years. And then this year, man, he's on fire. Even the the shot that he scored today, 
the guy is uh, you know you have to give him props he's he's amazing good technical ability running up and down the flank and then also defensively which was a question mark he's proved this year that he that he can do a job so the goal the Milan had a goal ruled off too mm-hmm. uh for an offsides but Theo was like the master of that one too cutting in from the left side Brahim Diaz would have gotten the assist but it ended up getting called offsides uh, for, for Milan, I thought they were just unlucky against Parma. Parma were really good, of course. You know, we always we love our boy Gervinho. Um, but I think Milan were unlucky. It was clear to say, you're going to have games like this. I think Milan has been so good this season that we haven't seen much of these kind of games. But they happen to every single team that whether you win the Scudetto or whether you don't, you're always going to have these games that end in draws. We know it's crunch time now. With Milan coming up, they're going to play Genoa. And Genoa, Genoa is such a bad team, man. I mean, watching yeah, today against boy. Juventus, Genoa is so bad. I will be surprised if Genoa don't go down to Serie B because the way they play is bad. So I think Milan will have a quick way to bounce back on Wednesday against a team like Genoa. Um, yeah, if we're going to go to the uh, Juve game, if this was a transition. Uh, Genoa, defensively, they look pretty poor. It looks like they didn't know how to pass it. A lot of mistakes in their own half so. in, terms, <laughs> in terms of that. But, so, yo, surprisingly, you see that? surprisingly, uh, gonna, uh, surprisingly uh, Surato got a goal, but uh, Juve were just too good. They were just waiting uh, for equalizer. Can but, we read that comment, though, real quick? Med, which one? He said, hey, Pete, Milan hit the crossbars. Inter hit Lukaku's head. <laughs> <laughs> If you say something about Milan fans, they're gonna come no, back. Of to, course, you know, of so. course. Listen, it's all that's you know, part of that's part of the banter. game. It's no, but it's besides banter. that, listen, without Milan and without Juventus, what is Inter, right? Nothing. So we need this. We have to Somebody be able clip to that, bro, please. We need, I just need that little piece for the know, rest of my life. We need that competitiveness. And uh, obviously we're here to to joke around and stuff, but Milan you know, going to the match, they played an amazing game. Just like you said, you're going to hit some of these games where you just, nothing goes right. But in the end, they were able to get the tie, which I think, you know, you get the point. But besides that, it's it's a different feeling after this game when you come back and able to tie a game from going down 2 nothing as a, for morale. Mm. And if you lose this game, maybe it just creates something negative yeah. in the air. Um, so, you know, it, Milan shows that as a team, they are able to bounce back, and they're 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 uh, they're in it to win it. They're, I don't know if they're gonna win by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, you're so scared to say. I don't know if they're gonna, so if they're gonna win to by the end it. of the year. Yeah. But this is a team that can give anyone a run for their money, and it's gonna be an interesting year. I think there's a lot of no, but I'm saying true. between even Juventus now looking like they're coming alive, you know, after the performance with Barca, Inter. That doesn't have yeah. now any European competition, so they have to be fully focused on the Scudetto. I agree. Milan, you know, uh, and then you have some of these outsiders. Who knows? And I, the good thing is, too, that Milan came back from a 2-0. If they lost this one, I feel like this could have been uh, pretty bad. But come back from 2-0, making a 2-2, keeping that undefeated streak in Serie A, I think that's going to do numbers for their mentality going forward and stuff. So even though they didn't get the three points, they salvaged a draw, which is, you know, not the best, but they happened, even though they were unlucky for... I must say, though, Ibrahimovic wasn't on the field, right? No. No, he was... And this goes back to what we were saying a few weeks ago. They rely on a 39-year-old. Nah, they don't, <laughs> They rely on a 39-year-old. They don't. They don't. That guy they don't. is unreal. They do. I mean, he you is unreal. Palmer, I agree with that. If Ibra was on the field, it would have been a different scoreline. Okay? 
I mean, it, it is what it is. You're relying on a 39 year old. You just you don't yeah, want to admit it. But why do you have to? Why do you have to put it as a 39 year old? Ibrahimovic is a great player. Great player. So great player. It has nothing to do. 39. Listen, Ronaldo's 35. Right. You and know. Juve so you you relies on a 35 year old. You you know that's as my uh, my favorite coach would say. You know what I say? Intellectual no. prostitution. Oh, oh, oh. Intellectual <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> can you explain that? Can you explain that for the fans? For Mu. Well, I mean, we know this as a fact, and uh, Inter fans know for for sure that the media every time Inter loses, it's like a drama. Bro, it's for every and then team. When when Juventus, Milan, they always have they always have ways out. And when I'm saying they rely on on him. <sighs> Do I think they're gonna hold it down to the end of the year in first place? Absolutely oh. not. <laughs> Absolutely Yo, not. Ryan, Ryan wants war with the Milan fans. I, I really don't think so. I, I'm listen. I have no hate. I like. I, I grew up watching Maldini. I grew up watching Nesta. You know what I mean? These guys, Ronaldinho, when he played for Milan, the Beckham era. You know, Pato. I, I like these guys. I like watching Milan. But you know, being realistic, I do not think they're gonna hang on. At the end of the year, I'm just that's my opinion. <laughs> so that's my opinion. By the way, I know you find it funny, but I ain't hating. I'm just saying it how it is. I, I don't think it's gonna happen. I, ha I have a, a question for Peter, but I do want to say one last thing since we're talking about Milan and we're talking about Europa League. I think, uh, sorry to throw shade at you, Ooh. United got kicked out of Champions League that's okay. and they're gonna be in Europa League. That's okay. There's been a lot of banter. <laughs> one second, there's been a lot of banter between you and Antonio. Uh huh. I would absolutely, I would pay money to watch Milan versus Man United this Europa League. <laughs> the live stream, the reaction of Ryan oh, and Antonio watching that game that'd together be would be absolute joke. And the draw tomorrow morning. And I That's pray right. to God we get <laughs> Milan in the draw. Ooh. It doesn't have to be now. If we get and it now, you will I'll see. Who's their dad? Yo, Ryan, to be honest. You will see who's their dad. I think, I think you should be scared if Milan actually draw Manchester Why? United. Why? Because Milan have, have been an unreal form. Zlatan's going to be back, and it's going to be very Man, hard. Man, you in great form, too. We might have gotten knocked out of Champions yeah, okay. League. Seven place. Seven place. Seven place. We're two points off first place, okay, Mike. Okay, go, go, go. We're two go. points off first place, <laughs> Mike. What sense are you I, talking? I, I'll call, yeah, I'll call talking Anto afterwards. Wait and see if that draw comes back. I, I really we got it'll, Milan. It'll be fun. I'm not it'll even going to say a word. I'm just going to wait till it happens. I'm just going to look at Antonio and say, who's your daddy? <laughs> Simple. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think would win, Peter? Uh, Manchester United or Milan if they faced right now? <laughs> look at Peter's based off, based off team form and, and all that kind of stuff. If you want to say team form, Milan should win because they're flying high right now, right? Ask Antonio. Uh, I don't know about that. A 2 2 draw against Palmer? No. Flying high? I mean, they're in first place. They're playing good in Europa League, all that stuff. But, you know, you guys lose to an energy drink. You know, oh! <laughs> oh listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh my God. God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. At least we're in the Europa. At least we're in the Europa. We're not even in the Europa. You went bye bye. But Come at least on. we'll get silverware at the end of the year. Oh, Yo, you guys been God. saying that for the longest time. <laughs> You've been saying that for the longest time. Come on, man. Come on. Like you guys didn't even win a Copa of fucking Italia. At least we <laughs> won an FA Cup. FA Cup. Would you wear a Sheffield you Wednesday? It's a, it's a fucking... Uh, Sheffield Venom. It don't matter. It's silverware it's at the end of the day. Name of the, it's silverware the name of the, the week. Day. It's a good transition because I was going to talk about Inter being knocked out. I don't think uh, Peter. I don't think we've had a chance to talk no. about Inter getting knocked out nope. of uh, Europa League. Obviously, the uh, the world has gone crazy 
the way, the manner in which I think it's the first time in, I don't know, first time ever that Inter ever finished in last place because mm-hmm. without qualifying for Europa League, Shakhtar was like embarrassing though. To, I mean, they were completely playing for Europa League. They were, they were holding yeah, 0-0. Yeah, exactly. But not to take too much away from them. I, I just want to say that about Shakhtar. But Borussia Mönchengladbach put 10 goals past Mm-hmm. This Shakhtar team, which this Shakhtar team is not a good In team. I'm sorry, but this Shakhtar team is not a good team. Over two games, they put 10 goals. Yes, Mike. There is no excuse for Inter to do this. Number one, your thoughts on this. And then there's a couple follow-ups because we've heard Cassano say you guys better win the Scudetto. You have to win the Scudetto. Uh, and a few other things. But what, what were your, your thoughts? No, yeah. I mean, very disappointing to, to crash out of the Champions League, especially when... Things on the other field worked into you know, your favor by halftime. It was already 2 nothing. Real Madrid got their job done. Um, so Inter and the fans and everyone around were so worried about this biscotto, right? <laughs> and uh, They did it to themselves. They, yeah. No, but besides <laughs> that, I mean, like, you have to worry about your game, right? Yeah, exactly, okay. Exactly. Even though Shakhtar, right. they were definitely playing to, to keep that Europa League. And see what happens, but Inter, you're playing to get into champion to stay in Champions League, so you're you have more on the line. And I think uh, we were unlucky at times. We hit the post, you know, we had chances, but we didn't finish them. And at the same time, but Conte, you have a responsibility. You have to win this game. You have to take risks. You have to be able to change what's going on right now, change tactics, change formation, add another striker, but don't do it at the 75th minute. This game has to be won by then. The 60th minute, if you don't see anything happen, that might even be too late. And he did not do that. His stubbornness and his his uh, idea that he doesn't want to take away from the equilibrium of the team, right, and the balance of the team, is so wrong and not a Champions League mentality. You have to be able to put on the striker. Sanchez is on the bench. Put him on. Take away one of your center backs. Change it to a four-man back line. Add more people in. And thank you, sir. I think you and, need this. Yeah, I need I some. I need some. <laughs> and, and win this game. And win this game. One goal is all it takes. And even with, with that being said... We saw, um, we played the Shakhtar team four times in the last six months. And the other time, no, I'm sorry, three times. Because the other game that we, we played in Europa League, we won 5 nothing in the end. In you know? August, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we played this game and, and we won this game. Yeah, but don't tell now, that to Conte. Because according well, to Conte, yeah. according to Conte, they completely changed their uh, their style because what team is supposed to play the same way that they lost 5-0 to? Granted. But look, even between the first game versus Shakhtar in the Champions League group stage and this last game versus Shakhtar, we had the same approach. You know, direct, over the top, they're playing a high line, add another winger to the attacking line and, and try to break through. We had no penetration. We have nobody being able to dribble and... And the Champions League is when you need players like Sanchez that can make something happen out of nothing. Ericsson that can make something happen. And we we lost out on that. And Conte, you know, so he didn't do it. But we look at this game today versus Cagliari, right? Where 
Inter, similar to the Shakhtar game, had the most chances, you know, and Cranio was amazing today. Made a, yeah, a lot was. of saves in the first half, especially. And we ended up being 1-0 down, right? The first shot for Cagliari, they score. Now, in the second half, look what happens. He takes out Bastoni and puts in Lautaro Martinez. He changes. He does that because he's losing one nothing to be able to change formation, add an extra striker. Why didn't you do that in Shakhtar? Mm-hmm. You're zero zero is a loss yeah. at that point. That's what you have to do. It's also, I mean, to me, it was mind boggling that he put he literally subbed in Erickson in the 85th minute. Which that is that is. Don't you think abs- that's a little ridiculous? That's, I mean, it's it's really ridiculous. 85th minute, and in those five to ten minutes that Erickson played. He took more shots and tried to at least do something more than almost any player on Inter. Even Sanchez, I feel like he probably should even start. He was more on form than Lautaro. Yeah, but we've, we can't say he should have started because how many times have we said that Sanchez shouldn't start? That he should come off the Sanchez bench. Did. But he didn't have enough time regardless on the field. And I okay, just felt yeah. like he, did, he had two chances that were pretty much uh, pretty much goals. And he said it right. With the, the To me, I would have given... I mean, I think my dad was here. He said, I would tell this team, you got five minutes at halftime. If you don't do something in five minutes, you need to start making the changes. You cannot be waiting this long. I don't know if he was scared to risk, which is often his problem. But then post-match to Sky, I think he completely embarrassed himself then. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I, I think that people yeah, took it to maybe a, a different level. You know, people went completely crazy about Conte. You also have to put yourself in the mindset of a coach that just got knocked out of the Champions League. Of course, you're going to be mad. Of course, you're going to be emotional. I don't like the way that he handled it with Capello and, and to the to the lady that was hosting it too. Some of the things that he said were just like, they made no sense. I mean, he was mad at Shakhtar and he was mad at teams for changing their approach on them. And he said, I'm not going to tell you what my plan B is because teams are going to change it. So the do you agree that right now Scudetto is needed for Conte to stay on as coach and for Conte to save this season? Uh, Maroto was asked the same question and he obviously said no. Right, he the biggest politician. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'm getting to my point. He deflected it, but the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is, Conte, when you have you have no other obligation but to win the scudetto, and that is the only thing that Inter can do to save him. Mm-hmm. If he wins the Coppa Italia and they come in second place, I see Conte packing his bags and going. You he, personally would? You I, think it would be justified to sack him if he doesn't win the scudetto? Listen, I think when when you're gonna sack someone. It's important to see the project overall, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's important to see if following with Conte is good for the team, and if and evaluating the people that you have lined up, mm-hmm. right? And then when you see that, that's when you can make a decision. For example, Conte, I think is a great coach. I really do. I, just, I think he's I'm a great coach. Dumbass. Go ahead. But but he lacks in his ability to transform a team. And to take risks, he he has one style, one approach, and that's all he does. No plan B. You know, when you have Gagliardini in that midfield, uh-huh. I mean, listen, Gagliardini does a lot of dirty work, but he's not a midfielder for Inter. I'm sorry, he doesn't have the technical ability, and he shouldn't be. Yeah. In that midfield, there should be a balance, even without a Gagliardini. You have a Barella who's a workhorse, but he's also a technical player. Okay, a Vidal that is a technical player, also workhorse. Why is Gagliardini in there? Um, he come, he can come off the bench, <laughs> but that being said, you have Conte. You have to evaluate his whole project, overall project, and see maybe if there's a top coach that can 
come in and maybe do a better job based off of other things that have happened. <laughs> Allegri, for example. Yeah. Allegri was able to take the Conte team and change it a little bit, bring them to the finals in Champions League, and also win a Scudetto. So he continued Peter. that. Peter, uh, Ryan has been shaking his head for a while. I oh, need to hear what this is going to happen. Peter. What's he, up? Look, he's learning Italian already. Did you see this? I, you know, I, 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 podcast think, for I think that when you're making 12 million euro a year and you're, you ask for something and you're like a little baby, you stomp your feet, I want, I want, and then you get, you get, you got to back that up for 12 million euro a year. I don't think just finishing in the top four should keep his job. Oh, that's what I'm no, saying. I think that call it a wrap in the middle of the year. If you're no. not, if you're not contending, no. you're gonna have. Oh, to why we're not contending? We're in second place by three points. That's what I'm saying. This you is just got eliminated in a weak group in the Champions League. In a very weak group. It's not a weak group. Madrid no, not a right. strong team. It's right not now. as strong as you, I think. Shakhtar is not a strong team. The German side, Martin Gobbleck, whatever they're called. They're not that strong of a side either. I feel like Inter should have won that group with the team they have, the manager they have, the money that's involved. I don't know. I, I think I wouldn't wait, honestly. The Champions the League, this, there were certain circumstances that changed this, you know, the outcome of it, right? Because versus, listen, I'm not trying to uh, get an easy out for, for Conte, but both Shakhtar games, <clears throat> Inter should put away. The way that they easy. dominated those games, Easy. Agree. Borussia Mönchengladbach, yeah. the, the the second game, they played amazing and justly won that game. The first game, they played good for 45 minutes and then they failed to, to capitalize. The two Real Madrid games were pathetic um, in, the, in the same reason, but, you know, you have Vidal that gets a red card in the first half and it changes the whole game. Into, it it, it changes the whole game. So, I understand that, but I'm know, still trying to figure out why come Eriksson isn't the Ericsson that we've seen at Tottenham. This guy, you're talking about a guy that was world class. And I feel like Conte, Conte completely screwed him up. So Eric, the whole case with Ericsson, right, is a great player. But we've had this discussion since January when he signed with Inter that this guy is not a Conte player. How is he at Inter? And, you know, he's struggled to getting uh, playing time. But he played this morning, and he did okay. He didn't do anything great. Conte was screaming at him to come yeah. back. Did you hear? Yeah, yeah, but because that's not his style. Yeah. You can't expect somebody to, to play a certain way yeah. when he doesn't play that way, and he's right. a pro, especially. So knowing that, I'm surprised Inter were able, went after this guy in the first place. I think well, they just saw a player. a good price. 20 million. I mean, we're great talking price. about a million. Great that's price, why, that's why but at the same time, now you got to get rid of him. And it ain't gonna be twenty million. You get back for him. I mean, no, I don't I, think you're gonna be able to. The sell only him time you sell him is to get twenty million, at least twenty million. I don't back. think I don't see it happening. I mean, the guy doesn't even play, and when he does come on, it's like there's, there's nothing there. Well, that's a problem. Well, that's no what I'm value. saying. In the management, how do you get a player that's not gonna fit a Conte system when you have plans, long-term plans with the same coach, right. and then n- knowingly pay twenty million for him? Yeah. You know, and seven million. So that's what I'm saying. And seven million the, thi- so. the thing with Ericsson, he he. And then we're gonna move on. Quanted yeah, yeah. didn't want him. They just got him because it was a cheap option and hoping, crossing their fingers that he'll fit in the system. You I don't think, think it, I, that's what I think. You're 100%. talking about a guy that was world class. I understand. You're not talking about an average. Player. I understand, but that's not Quanted's kind of player. We talked about this a lot of times. But and I want to go back to Quanted now. Uh, I think everything's gonna be real valued at the end of the season. I believe if Conte doesn't win the Scudetto with Inter, he's definitely packing his bags. Yes, 
uh, Inter's a better team than what Spalletti had, but Conte is getting paid a lot. He got all the players he wants, and if he doesn't do what he's supposed to do, now leaving Europe and now fully focusing on only Serie A and Coppa Italia, if he doesn't get the job done, I definitely think it's time to go for Conte. Okay, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about something that makes me happy right now. Juventus put three past Genoa. Uh, Dybala finally scored. My gosh, this guy Dybala is I'm in happy. the funk of his life. I felt like nothing that he could do was going to be able to make him score. He scored a really good goal against Genoa. Again, I already said Genoa is a horrible, horrible team. I'm going to be very... Am I you wrong? Horrible twice. Am I wrong? <laughs> they're a bad team. I, I'm going to be very surprised if they're Genoa stay up into Serie A. They, they do nothing productive. Uh, Juventus, Ronaldo's 100th appearance for Juventus. 79 goals scored in 100 appearances. I do want to remind that Antonio, I believe when he signed, said that he wasn't going to score more than five goals in his first season. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff. Like He's that. Now, I mean, I don't Come on. It's a ridiculous <laughs> amount of goals. Uh, again, two penalty kicks. Uh, and I, I, he scored. Our boy D told us that he scored 21 of his last 21 penalty kicks uh, in a row. And even Perin was messing with him. I don't know if you heard, no. but Perin and the second penalty. Uh, this is why I love no fans. Is because you hear exactly what, what he said. That? He told him he's like, "You're gonna go in the middle again." Uh, and and then Ronaldo is just cold blooded. Uh, the the guy always loves to score. Uh, coming off of two goals also against Barcelona, which to me that Barcelona game, there are certain matches where. Juventus have looked unorganized, they've looked unmotivated, they've looked extremely poor against most of the season. They go into this Barcelona match, they have an incredible game, and it feels like that could be the turning point to the Juventus season. If you look at where the table is, Juventus are in fourth place, technically, on 23 points, tied with Napoli. It's only four points off of first place AC Milan. So there's been so much talk about how bad Juventus have been, Pirlo not knowing what he's doing. All that being said, it seems like they're starting to get their footing and they're only four points off of that first place. And ending 2020, obviously, is important. They they play Atalanta next, which is a tough team. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Juventus, in the back, they're looking more solid. In the midfield, he's still getting it wrong with Rabiot and, and Bentancourt because Rabiot and Bentancourt are horrible players. I mean, they are, they are truly bad together. Without Artur, the Juventus midfield doesn't exist. If you saw, I don't know how much of the game you guys saw, uh, Rabiot in the beginning had a goal. It was taken off because he scored with his hand. He had a header that he backed away from. He had a, the man is paid 7.5 million euros net, as God, God Marcotti reminded me, net a year. He is scared to make a header to score a goal for Juventus. This is not a player that you could have inside your team. And also on top of that, not just being scared of a header. He doesn't create enough for the team. I don't want to be negative. Either way, Juventus, I I feel like they're starting to get on the right trajectory. Peter, do you agree with me? No, I do. I do agree with you because I see, you know, the same way that the Inter game for Shakhtar could have been a turning point. Uh, The Juventus game versus Barcelona was a turning point. Uh, It was important to get not only this win... But also the in the in the way that they did it, even though this Barcelona team, you know, isn't the the greatest of Barcelona teams in recent years, um, just the name alone and being able to put such a dominating performance is something that Juventus really needed, especially with this Pirlo, with Pirlo uh, as coach. I think as we you know we talk about it before, Pirlo, it, it's important for him to just keep keep to the basics keep to organizing this team, working on this team's mental approach, 
and making sure that, he, you know, the players that are top players, such as Cristiano Ronaldo, Dybala, um, that they continue to be happy and they're able to change the games. And that's what, what happens. You, you know, any coach can tell you, you know, I can only do so much, right? It's like you can open the door, but you can't walk through it for the players. The players are the ones that are going to have to believe in what you're, you're selling and also change the game when uh, the going gets rough. You know, even where's Genoa, you know, Juventus, sh you know, should win this game. But to a certain point, they were tied 1-1 with Genoa in, in, into the second half, well into the second half. And you needed someone like Ronaldo or someone like Cuadrado even, you know, that makes a chance, makes a, a run into the box, gets the penalty, and, and you know, Juventus are able to, to win the game. So you said it best. They're only four points away from first place. It was such a disastrous, like such a disastrous start for both Inter and Juventus, and yet they're right there where they're supposed to be. It's just more so, I think, more compliment needs to go to Milan for having such a great start. But Juventus, Inter are right there where they need to be at this time. Uh, I want to talk about Champions League. Uh, think if, in, if there's anything else in Serie A that you guys want to talk about, uh, think about topics. I'll go to Champions League as a transition real quick since we're talking about I that. I just want to say something about Weston McKinney. Oh, there we go. Okay. That guy, billion man. I, I didn't expect him to come into the Serie A and settle in the way he has. I mean, the performance that he put up against Barcelona was pretty impressive, you know? And he seems to take control in the midfield from what I've seen. Uh, him and um, Arturo, they seem to work very good together. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it's, like, it's nice to see an American team. How old is he? 21, 22? The young guy. Yeah, around, has to yeah. be around there. To be starting in a, a, such a massive 22. match yeah, against Barcelona in the Champions League and put up a performance like that. You know? and he I'm, was I'm man impressed. of the match. He was man of the match by all the Italian there papers, too. Wow. Impressive. Very yeah. impressive. He's good. He's also he's a much smarter Matuidi and and better and smarter Matuidi. That's the way like I've seen him. You know, he's he's like that the hammer that goes to break up play, which Matuidi was, but much, much smarter. And I think that he understands himself a lot better than Matuidi. Mm -hmm. Matuidi constantly overdid himself. He was trying to dribble and trying to do too much. McKenney's much more self-aware, where he's like, Okay, I'm gonna let this ball go and you guys do your job. That's that's the thing that I, I've liked about him. Uh let's talk about the Champions League right now. Uh, if we look at the group winners on one side, Bayern, Dortmund, Chelsea, Juventus, Liverpool, Man City, PSG, and Real Madrid. The runners-up, Atalanta, Atletico, Barcelona, Mönchengladbach, Lazio, Leipzig, Porto, and Sevilla. All really good teams that went forward. For Juventus, the draw tomorrow, they can get Atletico, Mönchengladbach, Leipzig, Porto, or Sevilla. The way that I see it, obviously, Atletico is the hardest team. No team. I don't care if you get Atletico. I don't care who you get. Juventus, you have to go through to the next round against any of these teams. Sevilla, Porto would obviously be, I think, the easiest easier, of draws. Yeah, easier. The easier draws. I, easy. And then followed by uh, Mönchengladbach and Leipzig. But both teams. You don't want Leipzig. Leipzig. <laughs> you don't want Leipzig. You don't want the energy drink, Marco. You you're can't have about, the energy drink. You're talking about a team right. that was semifinals last year. We beat them 5 nothing at our home in the first game. Adam. The second game, no excuses, but we were missing Cavani and Martial. <laughs> yeah. our two no strikers. excuses, bro. Our two strikers. But this team is very impressive. When they're on their game, yeah. it's rough to beat them. You know what? I Energized. agree with you. I'm going to say I would rather get Atletico than get RB Leipzig. I, I would rather get Atletico than RB Leipzig. 
I agree. I'm also okay because th those are like underdog teams. I mean, Lyon and Ajax have been the last teams that knocked Juventus out. The low key like teams that actually fight and play with heart. Atletico, I don't, I don't think we'll have a problem with. Nah, I don't think we'll have a problem. Of course not, right? We have we're, we have a good record Suarez, against them, sorry. and Ronaldo always gets extremely motivated. Um, for obviously Atalanta, there's a lot of teams that they could face that are good. Bayern Munich, Dortmund, Atalanta, Lazio, right? Both Excuse of them me? are second place. Yeah. So, uh, for At oh yeah, Atalanta and Lazio, yeah. Now I got to do thinking of who played who, but for Atalanta, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry. For Atalanta, <laughs> they could get uh, Bayern Munich, uh, Dortmund, Chelsea, Man City, PSG, or Real Madrid. There's no, there's no good draw Shit. for Atalanta. They're gonna have a rough one. Atalanta. I mean, what do you wait? What do you think? <sighs> Dortmund. No, even Dorman didn't they just no, sack their coach? I think Chelsea. Yeah, they Dorman, just sacked their Dorman, coach. Did they I think just Chelsea. Chelsea. I think no, Chelsea. Chelsea's good. They Chelsea just came good? off a loss to Everton. They're, they're not yeah, in the best. No of, okay, they're not in the best of form. Maybe right Dorman. Now. I would choose Dorman. The thing I would choose Dorman. The thing is, Lazio be dormant. Yeah, true. So I would take Dorman. Maybe Dorman. That's probably the best draw. Everybody else, I mean, Bayern Munich. Yeah, no way, no, not Bayern. City, PSG, Real. Maybe no, 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 no. Real Madrid are different beasts in the knockouts. Lazio, Lazio can go against Bayern, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, PSG, and Real Madrid. Yeah, this is a tough one. So very, very hard for for our Italian teams. It's Champions League, though. Guess what? There's no crying. There's no crying about who you get. We've got three teams that that are in. Yeah, we want all, te all three true. teams to go through. No matter who you get, you have to play. And if you want to be amongst the best, then you got to beat the best. And hopefully, we can put up a, a fight a against yeah. uh, some of these teams. Any any matchups that you would look forward to? Anything that would I would like you? Atalanta PSG rematch. Oh, okay. I would like to see Atalanta be That'd able be to see them again and just PSG's just beat them. Year, I know, I know. But I'm saying just for myself. I don't okay. know. Maybe we're being a little selfish. PSG get their way every time. They're a bunch of divers. They're a bunch of actors. You it's, sound it's, a like, it's like a drama. So they're a bunch of drama queens. When when you're going up for 50-50 header, th the ball's not even near them yet and they're already on the floor. That's because you got Maguire, bro. The guy doesn't even know how no, to... No, 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 no. I'm talking in general. I'm <laughs> talking in general. Between Neymar and Mbappe, learned a lot from them. The team, you're not. They're not a team. He to learned go a up lot against. from them. I think. What do you yeah, mean? What yeah. do you mean by that? Drama swimming school. lesson. Drama school. Oh, drama. Yo, by the way, uh, for everybody that's donated, I'm gonna read out all your donations real soon. I was watching Man City Man U. I was very bored by this game. One one. Yeah, that was horrible. Zero zero. Zero zero. Sorry. Zero zero. I'll take it. Bro, good boring. <laughs> I know you'll take, take it. Good result. But I'm saying for it's us. Good result. I feel like a lot of the big games in in the in the Premier League, they're playing not to lose lately you know what more so than for excitement like i was saying to you guys prior to this we between first place and 10th place it's a matter of like eight points nine points i mean united's in in eighth place right now but they have a game in hand they win the game in hand they go two points behind first place so you could talk all you want but we're right there i'm not it, talking about united i'm just saying we're right there so the draw against the draw against man city i'll take any day so it was a good result in my opinion Okay, I don't know. I just feel like the games have been subpar. I watched there was a Tottenham game too that ended uh, zero zero one 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 with Crystal Palace. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I meant there was Tottenham that played a big team too. Maybe it was Man City. Did Man City end one one? Also, I can't be cool. You don't you don't remember? I mean, I, I remember. I know I wrote it down, but I just feel like lately a lot of the games Crystal Palace they just they tied today. Yeah, just one with Tottenham. With Tottenham, yeah. Now nah, I, I was talking about um they played a big. Oh, okay, I have it right here. 
So the Manchester Derby ended 0-0. Chelsea versus Spurs, 0-0. City versus Liverpool, 1-1. And United versus Chelsea, 0-0. Those mm-hmm. are some of the big games this year that that have all ended um, in ties or, or in low-scoring games. Right. I don't know. That's just my my feeling. Let me let me read some. It, guys, think about any topics before we conclude. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about, I think, Roma. Okay. Roma. I mean, coming off of Europa League, you think they might be a little sluggish. They manhandled Bologna. Literally I mean, in one half. I mean, 5-1. Impressive. That's yeah. impressive. And then the goal that Bologna scored were, happened to be a fluke goal. Um, His own goal. And, yeah. you know, we, we're talking obviously about Juventus, Inter, Milan, but the, the other two, you know, the other teams that are right there, you got Napoli, Roma, Sassuolo even. Um, you know, Hellas Verona, but I think throughout the season they'll, they'll kind of fall off. They don't have the depth. Oh, you're um, just watching this rubbing the sands. Can't wait. No, nah, but it listen, be. it's just it's just part of the the season. What's what's gonna happen? But okay. definitely, Sassuolo could be one of those outliers, as as Ludo has always mentioned, mm-hmm. because of just the style that they play, and I like uh, the way they approach the games. But definitely, Roma Napoli, they have the teams to compete. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the teams. Maybe in January, if they're still in in the mix, they make a move or two. I know, you know. Uh, and then also Osimhen has been, has been out for a while. Mm-hmm. He can also be, you know, that quote unquote, Big boost, right? you know, winter signing in a sense. So Roma with Jeco, Pellegrini. I told you, Mkhitaryan, Pedro. I know Pedro didn't play, but you know these guys. <clears throat> I think they have a, a great team. Um, I'd like to see Roma finish in the top four. Be nice to see them back in the Champions League. Yeah, and then Napoli. Obviously, they're still wearing those Maradona. <laughs> They never inspired jerseys. Never, and it's working. Um, Ludo said on our on Patreon winning. podcast, he said we're so superstitious that we're gonna go the whole season wearing those. Not even washing them, right? <laughs> well, until somebody, until they losing them, but yeah. uh, we'll see. But definitely Napoli coming down, coming back from a one nothing result after Europa League playing on Thursday. It is hard to to get not just the energy physically but also mentally, and they're able to win versus Sampdoria. We should. You know, expect that, but after the European break, it's always hard. Mm-hmm. You think, uh, you know, you can slip up a little bit. Yeah, agreed. Uh, let's let's hit some donations real quick. Cardi uh, has a question for Ryan. Oh. He said, Ryan, uh, he said United got kicked out by an energy drink. Ryan, are you Ole in or Ole out? Um, I'm Ole in. Uh, the guy has shown. You gotta make the move. The guy has shown that he he's in the matter in a year and a half since he joined. He's been doing a rebuilding process, and all these young kids that have came in, they've been really impressive. I know it's not we haven't won the league yet, but it's only been a year and a half since the guy came in. Yeah. The guy accomplished that he was in. He finished in the top four. He gave it the deaths there. He finished in the top four like he was supposed to. He made it to two semifinals last year. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, but he made it to two semifinals last year. This year. You know, we had a rough group in the Champions League. You're talking about a finalist and a semifinalist involved. Unlucky. Um, and we're in every tournament. And in the Premier League, we are only two points behind first place if we get that win. And uh, I, I, I like what I see from Ole. Um, I do think we need to sign a defender, though, in the transfer window. How is his... Okay, so you have the young players coming in, all this stuff. But how is his... Uh, Management. How is his reading of the game? Making substitutes. Far better than Contes. Mm. Far oh, better than Contes. Especially wow. for a guy that's only making two and a half million a uh, year. And he's able money. to stay in the Europa, not just get knocked out completely. All right. You guys losing the Europa. We'll talk management that way. 
Wow, I got, I got hostile real quick. So Neil uh, actually sent a donation. He said, Peter, so right, Contest subs have been coming in too late. Uh, Florent said, Peter, looking like he's about to make you an offer that you can't refuse. Uh, <laughs> Miguel Rico said, Ryan, what happened with West Ham without Bruno Fernandez? I don't know. What happened when he came on in the second half? 3 1, right? Uh, Keep talking. Sunil again said, <laughs> Sunil again said, we clearly don't rely on Ibra. We hit the woodwork four times. Uh, just very unlucky. Our was more than uh, 2.5. Talk about stats. Delusional United fan. Oh, Ooh. Delusional. Neil. Ain't no delusional. Come on. Delusional. Right. Uh, Chukika said, Peter, as a Milanista, I love you for burning Ryan on that. Zach Dane said, Ryan, we'll see you at the end of the season. I mean, what does that refer to? Like I'm to sure Milan. I don't know. Maybe Milan. I don't know. If it's Milan, we Milan Man U final. Yeah, maybe. Milan Man U final oh, would be absolutely would incredible. That. No, no, no. I want them early. I want to knock them out yeah, right away. Yeah, you're scared, huh? I want to knock them out. No scared. Come on. Uh, Wait, who do you guys got in the Europa, Peter? Damn. Oh, that's right. That's right. My bad. Europa, you're going to make a whole two million. <laughs> 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 listen, listen. At least we're going to get some kind of silverware, right? No, you guys no. aren't even going to win this. You're not going to win this. Don't let me Ryan, go back into this. You're going to tell don't me that Manu is winning it. the Europa League? Don't let me. Listen. There's a lot of good teams. We will. We're going to go far. We're going to go to the what final. We're going to win. Are dinner? What are we going to And on top of that, on top of that, we are this close to being first place in the league. Put your money where your mouth is. Let's go. All right, so how much are we talking? I'm saying dinner at a restaurant. Okay. Deal. Steak dinner. Wow. I know you yeah. like Watch your steak and potatoes. Watch and see. <laughs> Watch and see. Watch and see. Uh, Mary said, uh, Milan do not rely on Ibra, but he's a starting striker. They rely on uh, Kier more than Ibra. And last donation from Carlo Fassi. He said, Milan win their Europa League group with a backup squad and super aug. Milan uh, beats Man United in Europa League if placed against them. Zlatan will score twice on them. Bank on it. <laughs> oh man that's good that's good <laughs> yo that's Peter good. tell me this yes. how the hell did you guess that Verona was gonna be Lazio well, I just looked based on <laughs> Lazio's I, I, I call bullshit no 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 I'm serious I don't know how you cheated so, but you cheated no 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 the thing is Lazio based on the performances post Champions League they struggle if you know if you watch the Lazio team they're just poor after Champions League and then at the same time Verona has played everyone tough so I was either thinking a tie or I said, you know what? I think Hellas Verona could actually sneak in and win. And they did. I like Hellas Verona. I think Impressive. they're a very, very tough team. And I think Juric has this team uh, well organized. And certain teams, I don't want to mention, should consider taking this guy. If, you know, Gasparini has been, you know, maybe he's going to be out. I'm going on record now saying they should get Juric. If if Atalanta if Gasparini yeah. leaves, I'm saying Atalanta get Udic. That wouldn't be a bad one. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think it could be a natural one. progression to getting. They gotta uh, cough up some dough. They do. They would have to cough up should. some dough. Not that much though, because no, Udic. I think Udic is the type that he's just be like, all right, <laughs> go. Uh, I want to remind everybody too before we finish. If you guys have any more topics, let me know. Um, on Wednesday, announcement. We're doing a FIFA God tournament. It's going to be a massive stream. We're going to be doing Internopoly live. And then afterwards, a FIFA tournament live. Like you guys remember, our FIFA God tournament. It should be wild. Most likely, Ryan. Ryan, will you be there? He's afraid. I will. You are afraid. I will be there. <laughs> because you, you you did go into retirement, as I've, as oh, I've heard. Shit. Oh, man. You, you know, retired. 
sometimes better and bigger things come in life, and that's when you have to take a step back. So first things in life, you know. So when you're a three-time world champion, it's easy to step back in life. Yo, I'm a two-time now, so I'm coming for that catching third. Catching up, you catching I'm up. I'm coming for that third. How many you have? Huh? How many you have? I don't play video games. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! Life. <laughs> Did you guys play for money last week? Not with Ryan. Oh, Max. You played Max for money. Yeah, you won. You beat him? You, oh, no, you didn't win. No. No, How the hell did you not he beat Max? He lost $5,000 or something. <laughs> That's embarrassing, bro. You didn't beat Max? Bro, do you think I just stay home like this? I got Listen, I don't do that do. either, but anybody yeah. can beat Max. Get a blindfold and I'll beat right, Max. I see how. Uh, we also um, we have an incredible podcast with Campo Basso that's out now. I highly advise anybody uh, to go watch that right now, right after this podcast ends. Our video with our podcast with Campo Basso is honestly, in my opinion, one of the best. If you're uh, if you're looking to build a business too, it's got an incredible story from Matt Rizzetta who built his business from literally nothing to being able to purchase um, an Italian football club, which is incredibly inspiring. And I think the story will be fun uh, for everybody to to build with over here. We got one last donation from Lorenzo who said Napoli versus Inter predictions for you all. Um, I had already gone down on paper and said that Inter were going to win three two. In this uh, in this match, I think that the pressure is on them. A draw is probably written on paper, as both teams are very good. I still think that Napoli, yes, they've been winning. They haven't impressed me to an extent. I like them much better with Osiman. I think too much pressure is on Inter, and Inter will win this match. Ryan, what's your thoughts? This game is on Wednesday, by the way. I think not Sheffield Wednesday. No. <laughs> I think that um, Napoli is gonna win. I think Napoli wins two nothing. Wow. Uh, you know, in support of Maradona, I, I want to see them do well. And um, yeah, I say two nothing, two nothing Napoli. P, what do you think? Hmm. <laughs> no, I think uh, as Marco said, I think there's a lot of pressure on Inter. Does it boil over? You know, and, and you know they practically burn themselves. I I hope not. I think Conte really needs the Scudetto. I think he's got these guys like focused in on winning the Scudetto. And this is the this is the game that you have to win. Uh, like I said in the past, when you have the three, Bastoni, De Vrij, Skriniar, this Inter defense is the real deal. Um, I think from this Cagliari game, especially the first half, you know, they played amazing. Second half, they were able to change the the score and and get on the score sheet and and score three goals. So I think Inter right now they have to be winning this game. Yeah, uh, I actually had a two one for Inter for this one. Uh, there's definitely more pressure on Inter for this one. They're playing in Milano. Uh, I do feel like Inter matured too over the past few weeks. I feel like their defense got better. They're playing better as a team, and Lukaku's just on crazy form. I don't think uh, Mertens, Insigne, or Lozano would really crack that Inter defense. I think it will be difficult. If Osiman was there, I feel like he'd be a huge part, but it looks like he's not going to be there. So I think. I think Conda's going to get a big a big win for this one for sure. I agree. And stay tuned because we will be live for that match. Uh, for everybody that was asking about Antonio, tomorrow Antonio and Gaetano will be on the podcast. And I'm sure they're going to have a lot of stories. Uh, make sure to check. We, we have a video from Antonio. If, if all is good in that video, and we always got to be careful with Antonio and his videos because sometimes he could be... He's a little bit on the edge. Uh, you guys know Antonio. Uh, if it is, we'll post it on his Instagram, IFTV Antonio, um, on our Twitter and all that stuff. Ryan, thank you for coming. And you course, know the fans. I think you're a fan favorite. 
of uh, <laughs> our people. It says Ali out, Ryan out. That's what I read. I don't know. What does it say? Oh, Ole. Oh, Ole. It's Ole. His coach. Ole, it's Ole, Ole. Not Ali. <laughs> Ali. Bro, the guy should change Ole. his name. Ole. 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 <laughs> Ole. Ole. Listen. That's what they said in Rebel, huh? Compared to Conte. <laughs> I mean, come on. Conte's 11 and a half million. Yo, yeah. I've done nothing. But Who do you think's better? Solskjaer or, or Conte? Listen, Solskjaer just started in a big club a year and a half ago. And he's accomplished what we needed him to accomplish so far. Big club? Conte. I like your sarcasm. Who's your club again? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> but in my opinion, Conte was great for Juve. He was okay with the national team. But with Inter, from what I see, the money that he's getting paid, he definitely doesn't. So just deserve. based on he's the money. That's it's not just based on the money. It's based on how the way he uses his players, too. Erickson, I'm, I'm still in shock. <laughs> I'm still in shock. Because from what I've seen from this guy. Bro, Erickson doesn't run. Tell him to run a little bit. Yeah, Ooh. maybe Conte needs to step up then. 11 and a half million. Yo, he should step up and, 12, and start making use of maybe the guy. Maybe start playing himself, class. Conte. It's a All shame. Right. What a shame. Guys, we'll save this <laughs> for the, the rest. Guys, as always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, Ciao guys. guys. Thank you, guys. What's about it? Yo, those comments, bro, I was dying. Yo, I had to look the other way. Bro.